You can access the entire episode now at rockfin.com slash fkn plus. Or just click the link in the description to access the entire episode now. So basically, the, the car accident happens. And then the initial story said that he was confronted um, immediately after this crash, right? But then it's an hour later that they make the entrance into the building. It's it, This whole thing is fucked up. Somebody didn't get their story straight on day one. And uh, these things just, they seemingly are just getting dumber and fucking dumber. Yeah. Charlie, well, what's up, man? What's up, Charlie? Welcome. Welcome to the party. What's happening? How are you? Charlie oh, Holmes. Wonderful. Talking about yeah. them weak-ass cops. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, amongst, yeah, other stuff. Yeah. More like security guards or whatever, you know? And they, they were ready to tase the parents that wanted to go in there heroically and, and, and save their kids, uh, tase them and, and beat the fuck out of them, but didn't have the balls to fucking approach the shooter, allegedly. the fuck out of here. Uh, and then... Did you guys see that clip of uh, this reporter? We were just talking about getting uh, some truth nuggets from, you know, real journalists asking real questions right now. Someone put, uh, I don't know who this officer was, uh, but they're like, is it we're hearing reports that some of uh, some police officers went in there and um, and rescued uh, or saved their kids. And he acknowledged that that had indeed happened, but then he fucking started talking about something else. So never really directly answering, you know, answering the question, what's that process that people do, you know, like deflection type of deal. So he basically admitted that that's what happened, but then fucking quickly try to steer the conversation into a whole new another direction. So these cops were able to save their own kids, but they were stopping other parents from doing the same fucking shit show man well you know honestly like these active shooter situations are not fucking rare uh they have how to uh, re- respond to these things down to a science that's usually taught through the fbi academy to like um captains and the heads of uh smaller departments who then come back in and teach the stuff to their agencies that's kind of how that uh, information and training is disseminated but yeah they've known how to deal with i i did active shooter training um you know it's you could have two two guys on scene show up to an active shooter and you're going in. Like, that's all there is to it. Because if you don't, guess who doesn't have a fucking job the next day? So, yeah, yeah I mean, there's, there's ways that they could have handled this. Um, whether or not they could have saved anybody, who the fuck knows? It's not one of those questions that should be asked, but it could have been handled a whole lot better. L- listen to this clip, man. This is the clip right here. Officer shot. Uh, we've heard that some law enforcement officers actually went into school uh, to get their kids out. Can you talk about that? Right. So what we do know, Vanessa, right now that there was some uh, police officers, families trying to get their children out of the school because it was an active shooter situation right now. It's a terrible situation right now. And of course, just as we mentioned, the loss of life, it's, it's just terrible. It's a terrible tragedy now that took place. But again, we got to keep acknowledging those brave men and women that actually were there on scene. Border Patrol, a truck. Uh, <laughs> you see that? Straight up asked if that, you know, that was indeed true that there was officers that went in there and got their kids and he just completely bypassed it. And, oh, yeah, we got to recognize the bravery of these uh, these folks. God damn, man. So many questions. What you got on that, Charlie? I know you've been following it pretty good. What you got, Charlie? I've got uh, major Operation Gladio vibes here. Yeah, yeah. 100%, dude. You know, they were shooting up supermarkets in belgium 
in the 70s <laughs> because they were told this is where you go for the strategy of tension. You just shoot in random places like supermarkets and schools and things like that. And then what do you know? I actually recorded an episode about that called Operation Gladio 2022 um, after the supermarket and Buffalo shooter, but before this one. <laughs> so I didn't even have, I didn't even have this one to go off of, or I would be saying the same thing, but I got, it just, it just stinks like Gladio to me or, you know, Democrats losing their ass in the midterm elections. I mean, look, anything is possible with these people. There's no line they won't cross. There's no, it's not like, oh, they wouldn't do that to win an election. They will do anything. To win an election. They don't give a fuck. They'll fake shootings. They'll do real shootings. They don't care. They don't care. So I think this is Gladio. I think it I think this is hired hit squads doing this shit. I, I mean, radicalized 18-year-old retards that you whipped up into a frenzy on on uh, you know online. Like I they do that all the time, but like the actual in there shooting people, I don't know, man. I mean, we, I don't know if you guys ever, did you guys ever see the video of Parkland of the dudes loading big black duffel bags in the back of trucks and driving away from that, from the security camera? Yeah, that was, who was that allegedly? Cause I remember they say came out and said it was cops leaving the scene or something. Dude, that's operation gladio style shit with shooters, professional kill squads sent in there to start murdering people and pin it on mentally unstable 18 year old kids with a whole host of problems that have been radicalized and touched quite a bit, maybe not literally, but touched in, a, in one way or another by the FBI. Um, this is, this is well, like a, this is like a playbook. This, yeah. this is how the, it works. 